You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel. We help you to see a real and practical Christian from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Okay, I just made that show for you so that we can just skip on to what is important. Well, the intro is actually important, but then there's more. So, today we're going to be looking at dreams. Glory to God. Of course, don't forget that today is also the 29th, meaning that there's only today and tomorrow for the prayer beast challenge to come to one end. Glory to God. And the graduation ceremony will be tomorrow for the prayer beasts. Um, let's head over to Instagram tomorrow. Yeah, a few words of wisdom and admonition will occur, will happen. Glory to God by 6 p.m. Anyway, so today we're looking at dreams, 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 dreams like concerning leading of the spirit. Many people love dreams. Dreams are fascinating. Almost everybody has them. And usually so many interesting things happen in dreams. I mean, if you watch Inception, the movie, you'll be a fan of dreams. Anyway, don't watch the movie. This is just me talking. Anyway, I want to talk about dreams, as I said before. And the reason is that many people want to be led by dreams. Is that bad? Is that good? Where do I stand? Now, this is by no means a comprehensive look at dreams. Because as I was studying, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much more here to study to look at. And lots of interesting stuff to see. But then I just want to point out a few key things about dreams. Number one, dreams happen. They're real. They're legit. They're biblical. Look at Genesis chapter 20 verse 3, actually. Genesis 20 verse 3. It says... Okay, from verse 1, and Abraham journeyed from thence towards the south-south, okay, no, sorry, not south-south, south country and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abilene, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. Because Sarah was pretty, man. That lady, for being an old woman, man, she was pretty. I don't understand. And at this age, she was over 60. But, man, for some reason, the kings were always mad, like... This is Abimelech. The king of Egypt too was like, oh boy, glory to God. The guy had to have her. I don't understand why a 60-year-old woman was, that is over 60, was so attractive. I don't get it. But I guess it's the glory of God, amen? So, now let's move on. So, basically, this king, Abraham said, she's my sister, she's my sister. He lied. And so Abimelech saw this damsel, this um, aged damsel and was so in love. He took her, you know, took her. But look at what happened in verse 3. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are a dead man. <laughs> I like the Lord. Oh, God. See, you're a dead man. You are finished. For the woman you have taken, she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her. He had not slept with her. And he said, Lord, will you also slay a righteous nation? Will you? He says, said he not unto me, she's my sister, and she even has, she herself said, he's my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hand, have I done this? And God said to him in a dream, yes, I know that you did this integrity of your heart, but I also withdrew you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not allow you to touch her. Interesting. That is just quite interesting. Now, therefore, restore the man and his wife, or the man to his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you, and you shall live. And if you restore her not, know that you shall surely die. And all that are yours. Are you seeing this? So, God gave direction to a king via dreams. I think this should be the first mention of dreams in the entire Bible. The first mention of dreams in Genesis. Genesis chapter 20. And he was leading a king. He led a king 
to not sleep with another man's wife. Praise God. That is awesome. Now, uh, just note something that this is these are people who are not born again, yet God was able to speak to them in dreams. Right? In the Old Testament, we've said this before that God was not in anybody. And so the people that, especially in Israel, the people that God really spoke with were the prophet, the priest, the king. Usually those those three you get. But then you're gonna as we as we go through the scriptures, you're gonna see that there is a trend here. Now that is not entirely true. You're gonna see the fact that God actually spoke with people outside Israel, right? As well as in Israel. He spoke to lay people, spoke to other people, and he did a lot of speaking via dreams. Dreams was a very, very strong medium with which God used to communicate what he wanted to say to people, right? Uh, so look at Genesis chapter 28. That should be the next one. Um verse 12. And this is Jacob. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached heaven. And behold, the angel of God ascend and descend on it. This one was actually Jacob, and he had a revelation of this, and that was actually a revelation of Christ, because we see the Bible say in, in the four gospels, one of those texts I cannot remember right now, that Jesus said, You will see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. You see that? Aha. So it means that this here wasn't just this is actually Jacob having a revelation of Christ. But then that's another topic story entirely. But how'd that come? Via a dream. You see that? Via a dream. Okay. And then you now see in Genesis 31. Okay, so there's a story between Jacob and Laban. Laban was his uncle, right? He's the one he went to. He married Laban's two daughters, Rachel and Leah. And Laban cheated the guy silly. He changed his salary four times. That is to change four times. Oh, sorry, ten times. He kept decreasing the guy's salary. And he received inspiration to do something. There was just a long story. I don't want to start reading. It's very long. But very interesting, actually. Genesis chapter 31. Or 30, there's one. Right? Um, Laban told him that all the speckled animals in the flock will be yours. And all the animals that are, what do you call it? All the animals that are plain will be mine that is when they're discussing because he had served him for like 14 years and he was like you know give me this is this should be my own wage i've served you so long this should be my wage i think he said about 20 years actually i said this should be my wage my salary i'm serving you i'm taking care of your flock you are prospered i've not touched anything in your house so he said jacob told him give me the speckled animals as anything that any of your rams or sheep or whatever that is not pure white or whatever or black or whatever, but it's speckled, has marks on it. That's my own. So the Bible now says that Laban's sons, or Laban quickly had his sons, like he said, Laban agreed, but he now had his sons make a three-day journey. That's they went and selected all the animals that were speckled. That's the ones that Jacob wanted. And they made a three-day journey. So what was the implication? That when they now come to all the animals, they will look and they will not see any single one that is speckled. All of them were all plain. So that's how he cheated him again. So what Jacob did is that he went, put where the animals drink water. He went and put like this kind of wood or, or trees or whatever there. But he cut gouges in them so that you know how it is that a tree is brown or whatever. Is it brown or dark? Whatever. And then when you use a knife and cut something, the inside is white. The inner part of the tree, you peel, you know, parts of the back. That's what he did and kept them. So when those animals came there, you know, to the water to drink, and they were looking at that thing, and they were also meeting and the animals that they gave birth to were all speckled so you had all these um what do you call it you had these plain animals giving birth to speckled animals and not just that i think 
Jacob also only mated the ones that were very, very strong. And that is how, over time, Jacob's own head grew and grew and grew and became so many. You get. And, you know, Genesis 28 verse 12, the Bible tells us where the inspiration came from. And he dreamed. Okay, sorry, that's not that's what we just read. Genesis 31 verse 10, and it came to pass. Okay, verse 9, that it says, Thus God has taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. It says, And it came to pass, right? Is it I lifted up my eyes and I saw in a dream, behold, the rams which lit upon the cattle were ring, stakes, speckled and grizzled. And the angel spoke to me in a dream and said, Jacob, here I am, and everything. He says, Lift up your eyes and see that all the rams which leap upon the cattle are ring, stakes, speckled and grizzled, for I have seen all that Laban does to you. So basically, it's God that prospered him. God is the one that gave him inspiration via that dream. You understand? God spoke to him in that dream, prospered him, and all that stuff. Then God also spoke to Laban the Syrian because after that, God also told the guy to go back to his father's house, Jacob to go back to his father's house and everything, take his family and everything. And so they took and they left. And Laban was now aware. So Laban too took off to, you know, go and get everything back and probably kill them and stuff like that. But then God appeared to Laban, Genesis 31, verse 24. God appeared to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night and said to him, Take care that you do not speak to Jacob either good or bad. Like he says, um, so basically, you're just saying be careful. That is, just be careful. <laughs> you know, say, guy, be careful. Okay. Then the next one we have is Genesis 7 verse 5. Joshua, Joseph, the dreamer, he needs an introduction. Go and read up on him if you've not read. Genesis full of them, <laughs> all those things. He dreamt, right? He dreamt several dreams. Then if you go to um, verse 40 in Genesis, you see that um, both the porter and the guy that the the guy that carries bread and the guy that carries wine for Pharaoh or served Pharaoh bread and wine, the baker and the person his wine taster, both of them in prison with Joseph and they both had dreams that came to pass. So dreams, if you look through, we can keep on going. They are quite significant in the Old Testament. They are very, 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 very significant. Pharaoh also had a dream. And that dream was what Joseph interpreted to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine, which God used to save the land. You see that? So many, many things. Then you go into Numbers, um, Moses talking about dreams and prophets. There's so many things about dreams. But, you know, that these are not really like my, you know, hitting points. Um, First Kings, God appeared to Gibeon or, sorry, to Solomon in the dream, remember? appeared to Solomon in a dream and then <laughs> spoke to him and all that. He blessed him, said, what do you want? Do you want wisdom? Do you want this? Do you want that? And he said, oh, sorry, do you want riches? Do you want this? And Solomon asked for wisdom. You know, all this was just dreams, 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 lots of dreams. Look at Job 33 verse 15. This is quite interesting. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, in slumberings, upon the bed then he opens the ears of man and seals their instruction that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword so what's he saying he's saying that in dreams god warns people in dreams warnings can come warnings can come warnings can come are you seeing that and there are many other instructions um for dreams look at Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 3 for a dream comes through the multitude of business multitude of business in other words a dream can be a result of the multitude of activities of the day and that's why we say that when it comes to dreams this is why the dream realm is very very interesting the dream realm is the soul realm the soulish realm what does that mean 
it means that it is still a mind kind of realm it's still a soulish realm it's still within the mind will and emotions it's still it's not a spiritual plane at all it's a it's a soulish plane you understand now the same way that god can speak to you in the soulish plane the same way satan can also speak to you that you get uh-huh. now when you sleep and and dream your your defenses are lowered do you get your defenses are lowered and signals that are probably coming through the day they are actually much more intense doing dreams now he says for a dream comes through the multitude of business so it tells you that a lot of your experiences throughout the day like have you ever had some serious experience of fear and then you had a dream about that thing i remember there was a time that they were robbing lots of people in my area and like just in that where i was there just robbing people robbery rob, 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 everywhere and everything and then we we're just hearing this information all over the place had everything i actually had a dream i saw that you know people come out and try to break in and all that i had a dream in something never happened but the dream was so real and let me say this just because your dream looks so real does not mean it's true let me say it again loud it he increased the volume just because your dream looks real does not mean it is real because here i have seen that about the multitude of dreams and many words okay sorry the multitude of business that is activities dreams come are you seeing that so many things that your mind picked up throughout the day in your that's of course dreams are never straightforward they're just you know from one place to another many times you only remember a fragment of it something just stands out to you it's hard to remember everything in the dream you just really remember a fragment of the dream but there's so much more that went on then your attention is just pulled to something that you may remember you know or not so the point is that dream that this is why i say dreams cannot be trusted because there are three sources of dreams it can be your own activities it can be god and it can be the devil you are seeing that god spoke a lot to people in dreams you understand <laughs> look at this oh my goodness isaiah 29 verse 8 i hope this let me see what this says it shall be even it shall even be as when a hungry man dreams and behold he eats but he awakes and his soul is empty or when a thirsty man dreams and behold he drinks but he's awake and behold he's faint and his soul has appetite so <laughs> are you seeing that so he's talking about this because this happens okay um okay so this happens it's telling you that this ha- i mean yes you can be so hungry and then you sleep and then you eat in your dream and this is why let me even say this many people have glorified this nonsense where ah, i was eating a dream ah, what does it mean ha ah, it means your destiny i've been eating and all those things you get now am i saying that things like that don't happen and don't don't get me wrong i believe yes that dreams can also be a reflection of a man's spiritual state. Yes, it can actually, it can be, God can seek to communicate to you, showing you that this is the, the current state. You understand what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. It, it can happen. But let me say this the man in Christ who is conscious of who he is, do you understand? And who the word becomes his governor. If you sleep in your dream and you eat, you come to this verse and say, you see, the Bible says that when a man is hungry, he sleeps and he eats. So that's what happened. And you just sit and go away. Rather than going to your your pastor or prophet or everything to go and say, ah, eh, ah, Baba, 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 we have brought offering, Baba, I slept and I ate. The man said, hey, oh, hey. You know, some Babas, some prof behave like native doctors, sorry, but that's the truth. Oh, God is angry with you. 
or whatever. Do you get? No. This is what the word of God is saying. Say, it's your dream. Hey, it's finished. No, no, no. I was probably hungry and the Lord gave me. You understand? He prepared the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Glory to God. You understand? You get what I'm saying? Hey, so, that, that one is there. That one day. You get. So, dreams can be a result of the activities. If I'm, I would even say many dreams are a result of the activities of the day. Many of them are like that. So, you need not be afraid right now we can keep going um one thing i've also noticed here in this whole thing if you look through you see that prophets the of the a prophet's friend in the old testament usually has dreams they work with dreams god works with visions and dreams visions and dreams so we've seen many things including the fact that god warns people through dreams i have personally had dreams you know like that i know people have had dreams and i have friends who have dreams and there are people as i said for example from if you look at the bible you actually that those who have a prophetic you know for like call it grace or office or calls that many times will be will have a lot of interesting dreams they usually have a lot of dreams sometimes you could just be that person that your dreams keep happening you dream it keeps happening you dream like you have those kind of dreams regularly you understand it just could be a call there something like that anyway it's not a determining factor you get but my point is i'm just trying to cover up you know a few basics that these things happen do you understand but then there's one thing i noticed as i studied i'm okay we have someone like daniel too dreams and all that stuff but one thing i really studied and i found out and shocked me the old testament full of dreams full of dreams so many dreams so many dreams you come to the new testament or, or you come to when jesus comes right you see the dreams, for example, you see God warning, um, jo- okay, first of all, God telling, speaking to Joseph in a dream, telling him that he should take Mary as his wife, even when she found out she was pregnant, I wanted to put her away. You see God telling Joseph or warning him in a dream that, you know, okay, the the Magi, the, the guys who came to worship Jesus, that's the wise men, right? God warned them in a dream that they should not return to Herod, who was told them, go and find this king and come back and report to me. No, he told them to go back another way. You see um, the angel appearing to Joseph in a dream and telling him to take the mother and the child and go to Egypt and hide from Herod. I seen that. And even when um, Herod was dead, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream again and told him, look, you can go back so you can see angels also can give you dreams or can interrupt or intervene in your dreams are you seeing that the ministry of angels can be very active as much as they can be in visions they can be very very active in your dreams also are you seeing that okay so um plenty plenty things plenty plenty things um okay even when he came back god also wanted me a dream to go to galilee and all that stuff so that's joseph so dreams as i said you can see a lot of those things happening um but i want you to see something and this is something i i that really really struck me the last mention in fact in the new testament there are only two mentions of dreams new testament doesn't start it's not in it's not matthew mark luke and john new testament begins with new creation so i would say it begins in the book of acts actually and in the New Testament, there's only two mentions of dreams I saw, which is quite interesting. Acts 2 verse 17. I shall come to pass in the last days, says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and son and daughter shall prophesy, and young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, if you look in the Old Testament and see 
he, as I said, I didn't want to go into that, but a lot of places where he talks about prophets, he also talks about dreams. And when you come to Acts chapter 2, he now says, Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. In other words, they shall be prophets. They shall be filled with the Spirit of God. The prophet was a symbol of God's power working in a person. You understand? Like he was a symbol of that in a sense. Where if God was going to do anything through people, use people, usually it was the prophet he would raise up. Do you understand? Hey, he had the prophets, the priests, and the kings. But prophet was the most significant in the Old Testament when it came to, you know, operator. So, he says, your sons and those shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, that's also the operation of a prophet, and the old men shall dream dreams. All these three. But look at what Jesus, or God was really saying. And on my servants and my handmaids, I'll pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. So you are seeing that the point was that my spirit will be given to men and the, the spirit of God will come upon them. Everyone who wants, who is born again will have my spirit. That was the focus, the emphasis right the second mention of dreams in the new, in new testament is jude 1 8 likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh despise dominion and speak evil of dignitaries that's all like that is all you understand like this is me who i did the thorough search and i just found out just two mentions of dreams in new testament what does this tell you what does this tell you what does this tell you because for those in the new testament that want to you know because they are seeing in the old testament dreams is basically that was how, you know, I can see that for many of them, dreams, you know, spectacular signs, you know, angels and everything. That's how they were told of things. That's how they were warned. You understand, dreams happen to a lot of people. A lot of people dream. I can assume that dreams was a major way that God spoke to people in the old covenant. But in the new covenant, dreams are just mentioned twice. Why? Not because they don't still occur. They happen because that operation did not go away. It's still there but it has been replaced as a will i say i don't want to say primary because i'm not still not sure but it has been replaced as a major medium of communication in the sense that communication still happens there just like you still see angels and visions and everything but the leading of the spirit has become the number one thing because god now lives where in us and that's why your focus should be cast more to the spirit of god in us if you want direction let me say this, stop looking for it in dreams. If it comes by a dream, thank God for it. But stop chasing dreams. Rather, you understand, focus on the inward witness. You don't have to sleep to receive direction. You don't have to dream to receive direction. You have the Spirit of God in you. Glory to God. That is that is powerful. That is, that is, that is powerful. Come on. Come on. Praise God. So that's basically it. If you understand. So this is just my two cents of dreams. So you have dreams. Uh, what does it mean? What does it mean? I would rather. I, would, I think I would like to stick with what I think is Papa Hagen would just say. Say if you have a dream, you wake up and you can't remember it. Uh, you can't really. You don't know what. It is. You can just pray about it. But if it's not, there's no. Just forget it. You understand what I'm saying? Uh huh. Just forget it. Dreams have their significance. They have their place. But my point here is that they are not the major place for leading of the spirit whatever was supposed to be told to you in a dream if you go and wait on the lord and stay in the place of prayer fast a little and become sensitive become quiet on the inside to hear god you understand you will actually hear exactly the information you get what i'm saying so that's it guys for today and by that i'm signing out don't forget that we're also going to be praying by 6 p.m today 
to end this today's on a prayer challenge whatever on six on ig at we are n w e r y and come there and recharge your batteries glory to god also 12639 on mixlr m-i-x-l-r name of the app get on the app store the play store we're also praying for 30 minutes each so crack on let's see ourselves there okay and uh yeah that's it guys have a wonderful day god bless you and bye-bye If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.essien, pst.essien, see you there.